1: on Heroes Not Included. We found the fanciest inn in town and rented their top floor with one of the giant sapphires supplied by Princess Sarissa. Eobard went down to the ship to see it closed for the day, so he sent Malfus aboard to find Lord Dryland, who was asleep with his pet octopus wrapped around his shoulder. The room was tacky, and Malfus grabbed some beard hair and poofed back to Eobard, who then went back to the inn. At the inn, Eobard cast Dream as a ritual, wherein he entered the sleeping Dryland's dream. Dryland was floating on his back, and Eobard put a gigantic play of making the Grand Dame out of water and showing Dryland a prophecy of the three of us, with Eobard disguised as the man from the Finger of Fatecon, flooding the place with cash. During this entire scene, a creepy feeling of a larger thing lurking below the water was ever-present, and as Eobard exited the scene, a giant yellow eye emerged from the water and saw him. That evening we entered the place with Lord Dryland only hearing Eobard's assumed name as we entered.
0: Heroes, not included. Season 2. Uh, You walk in and the three of you kind of walk in and once you're inside you notice that the gangplank walks you right onto the main deck. You're quickly ushered into the casino floor area. This is a large cabin which has been transformed into a gambling hall, the centerpiece of which is a gold-plated wooden sculpture of a goose that rests on a table at the aft end. Glasses of fine wine, free for the taking, are being passed throughout the room by halflings. An unflattering portrait of a fat, foppish, grinning man hangs on the wall across from a wooden spiral staircase that leads upstairs. It looks, surprisingly, a lot like Dryland. Most of the floor is taken up with tables of card games. You see a variety of uh, dealers setting things up. You see a variety of people mingling with the wine. There is a variety of people walking around offering a variety of substances and food and hors d'oeuvres. I assume Calamari isn't on that list. No, Calamari is not on that list. You see several people offering their services for the night. And last but not least, you see a woman, hair in a bun on top of her head. Black hair. She's wearing white robes. And on the top of each shoulder of the white robe is this richly embroidered, jade-colored snake. And uh, she is casually walking through the room. And I don't know how well-traveled... Calak, you recognize that she is of Shao descent from far east. She's got the Lucy Lu thing going on. A little bit, yep. The way she is walking through the room is not only calmly, but with her attention completely directed at the guests. Occasionally, a guest will stop her, and she seems to be polite, but the conversation doesn't seem to last long. You do see, though, that uh, the guest hands her gold, and she reaches into a bag with a distinct smiling face on it and puts the gold in the bag and pulls out a pile of wooden chips.
2: And are these the chips being used at all the tables? Yes. And do they look identical from where I'm standing to the one I'm holding?
0: Well, with various degrees of wear or in better condition, but yes, they're all wooden. And the one I have seems fairly weathered, is what you're saying. It looks like it's been used a few times. Okay. But from here, they all look about the same. So when I walk in, looking over the
3: room, mm-hmm. I obviously notice her. Do I notice anyone else who isn't staff? That Like, I'm looking for a basic... I'm casing to see if there's, like, security, if there's any more, like... Other than her. She, she obviously stands out as high up. So I'm looking for people above, like, dealers. You trying to map the hierarchy of the room? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm basically, every time I walk into a room, I'm figuring out who, who do I have to fight. <laughs> right. right.
0: Right. So that's what I'm looking at. Like, she's on my list. Well, you do see someone walking on the edge of the room as though passing through. Seems to be in conversation with two other individuals. The individuals he's in a conversation with are wearing white uniforms, but you notice that they're different from the uniforms of the servers or the dealers. You notice that they have swords on their hips. Um, No one else is armed that you can see, neither the guests nor any anyone else that you notice. And this individual who's talking with that person has epaulets on his shoulders, and he seems to be giving them direction. Could I use insight to kind of discern? Yeah, you can give me an insight. That he may be throwing out. Um, Twenty-seven. Mm. Wow. Uh, well, you know that he is Tethrillian, and he is the captain. Okay. And he is talking to to s- security people. Okay.
1: I would like to be looking around the room for people that appear to be magic I know she stands out. She stands out. She's the beacon. Yes. Well, we have to go exchange coins anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. So
0: I guess we go exchange coins. I guess I walk right up to her. Okay. You walk right up to her. And she takes one look at you, and in Elvish, she says, The stars are bright this evening, which you know to be the traditional Elvish greeting.
1: Okay. I say the traditional greeting back to her. Okay. And I say in Elvish, My friends and I are here for the evening. We are hoping to exchange some money. And also, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about this establishment. You're the only person I've run into this, thus far that seems to, um, know a little bit more about the place than your average dealer.
0: Jesus. I simply make sure that things run smoothly. How much money would you like to exchange?
1: How much money do we want to exchange, guys?
0: I, I would ask well, what I the tables those. generally are. She says, you may bet as much or as little as you like. Go big. You notice, standing closer now, with her not moving through the crowd, that there are four other green, richly embroidered snakes on this cloak that she is wearing.
1: Okay? Do the snakes mean anything to me? Are they ringing any bells or flagging any post-its in my brain?
0: Mm, You can roll an arcana check if you'd like. Okay. I will, in fact... Eighteen. The snakes look unusually detailed in embroidery, almost reminding you of your own cloak. Oh man!
1: I mean, she can summon snakes. That's bad news. We're able to exchange back, right? To gold, at the end of the night.
0: Yes. Um. Minus your losses.
1: What if I just break
0: that sapphire here, guys? Do it. Pull it out. Rub it okay. in her face. I pull out the sapphire.
1: Okay. Bling. I say, this is worth about 5,000 gold.
2: And an elvish, I say, going conservative.
0: Would you like to embellish?
2: No, that? I'm just, I'm, uh, that's plenty. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, She holds I'm it up. Mean. She looks
0: at it. She turns it around. this says, 5,000 seems right. And she puts it in, and she pulls out several bags that feel very light to you because you're used to coin purses holding gold Mm -hmm. but you open them up and in there are a variety of wooden chips. You notice on one side is a golden goose and on the other you see a one a five a hundred and a thousand and there is a variety in each. Okay. She uh, walks on. Oh. I say, under my
2: breath,
1: mm-hmm.
2: close as you can. Don't be seen. Ears open.
1: You mean you say it in your mind because mm-hmm. that's the quietest you can say it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know.
2: If the camera panned, I think someone'd have to say it under their breath. Closest to who? To her. I'm to looking her. at her when, I'll say it.
3: Mm. when I
0: say it. Don't be seen. Mm. Yeah, it's not easy. She is very hmm. hmm. And you feel a, a weight lift off your shoulder
1: I don't like her She mm. gives me bad vibes
0: Yeah, I don't agree <laughs> uh,
2: Is Dryland anywhere in the room? No I guess I say uh, Actually See if you can find Dryland again Mm. Yarn. He seems less
1: perceptive.
2: (laughs) Yarn.
0: Yarn. (laughs) He takes off. A few uh, minutes later, the person you've identified as the captain stands up at the front of the room on some sort of little... Everybody's just, like, mingling right now? Stool, yeah. And he says, Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Captain Nelvin Storm. Belvin. Welcome aboard the Grand Dame. Please, eat, drink, and be merry. We will be disembarking in a moment. Our tour this evening will take us upriver, where we shall watch the moon rise over the falls. In the early part of the morning, then we will make our way back downriver until it is time to disembark shortly at breakfast. He bows, and he holds up his hand, and then you... Kind of look towards the back of the room, and you see a small, small room. And it has like a wooden latticework over most of it, except for a small hole right at the counter level. And you see someone back there, except to make up, but it looks maybe like a human, nods and rings a bell. And as soon as the bell rings, you see all the dealers stand up, wave their hands over their tables. And immediately people can begin making their way to the tables.
1: I am looking for someone who looks super comfortable here. Like they've been here a thousand times. Insight check, please.
0: Nope. That is a 12. Uh, a lot of these people look pretty comfortable here. No one looks like they are out of their depth.
1: Can I look for somebody who... Looks like they drink enough to get sloppy.
0: Ah. (laughs) Well, aside Aside from from Kellek, you see uh, a few other individuals stand out. You do see a gentleman whose face is already flush. Okay. And he seems to be talking a little louder than is necessary. Mm, I don't want that guy. (laughs) Because he's got a good buzz on. And when you get a good buzz on, it's harder to hear yourself. So you always talk a little louder.
2: I sit at a table, and I'm, I'm playing, but I'm also just looking around the room at, at other doors, who's coming in and who's leaving.
0: I'm just trying to get an idea of what the orchestration is. Okay. You sit down at a table. Minimum ante. And the game uh, the dealer tells everyone is called Twos. And he tells you that the rules of the game are simple. You are dealt two cards, and your two cards must be... His two cards. For all intents and purposes, it is blackjack. Are you all sitting at the same table? No. I think we're spread yeah, out. Spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different table. Okay. What's the perfect hand?
2: The perfect hand. What's the What's the ace and, t- and queen of this? Oh. And yeah, Bart's gonna
1: get himself
0: arrested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've played this game before, and the perfect hand. uh I'm proficient in cards. The perfect hand. Depends completely upon uh, the dealer's face card. Okay. Kallik, what are you doing? I assume you're following the guy with the booze. Yep. Just kind of standing next to him. You know, mm. Are you going to make small talk? you just going to stand there, and every time he fills up a glass, you just grab one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's a little unnerved, um, but since he's served a whole variety of people, he <laughs> he treats it well. He okay. handles it well. You can tell he's a little bit like, let oh, this guy? loads up his tray like this, and as he's loading up his tray with more goblets, you're just like, you know, (laughs) taking one off, drinking it, putting it on an empty one. In essence, you've created a small sort of bucket chain right to your gut. Perfect. Aspen, you notice that most people are sitting at the tables and playing. Uh, You see three musicians who started to wander through the room. People are ordering food to go with their beverages. You see some people winning, some people losing. Nothing out of the ordinary. It
1: looks, smells, and they're like all boring. They're all like humans and dwarves and elves.
0: Yeah, people just gambling. We are the weirdest people in the room. Kalik's the weirdest person in the room. The rest of you are blending in nicely. I look like a servant.
2: I've been also kind of uh, uh, trying to keep Trabs on where Shao um, has been maneuvering around. Okay. Is she snaking her way through the mm-hmm. through the the pit, or is she is she just disappeared now that everyone's cashed in?
0: She pretty much just seems to be kind of moving from table to table. She'll stop at a table, and you'll see she stops at a table, and uh, she kind of looks over the people at the table, and she kind of looks at what's being dealt, watches for a few minutes, and then walks onto the next table, kind of looks everybody over, you know, looks at what's being dealt. She seems to be uh, observant and paying attention, but at the same time, you get the sense that she's... That she's looking for something in particular, and if she doesn't see it, she seems to move on. You get the sense that she might be keeping a lookout for cheats. Mm-hmm. Is she near me, or is she on the other side of the room? How big is this this whole... The casino itself? hmm Well, uh, it's a decent-sized room for, for the boat. It's about 50 feet long and about 30 feet wide. Okay. Um, no, she is not near you.
1: I make my way over to the guy that was talking a little loud, and I quietly play... A couple rounds of honest poker. Okay. And just listen to the table chatter.
0: Yeah, the the people at the table there are talking about a variety of things. One appears to be a merchant who has made their way from Neverwinter. Okay. He just finished what looks like some sort of pasty, and he finishes it and he leans over to the person on the other side of him. He says, oh, that was pretty good, but it wasn't nearly as good as what you can get to Neverwinter. And he starts talking about his favorite places to eat and some of his favorite foods and the, and the guy next to him looks totally unconcerned by it um, in fact just kind of nodding along and he sees he's nodding along because he knows the guy as he's drinking and eating he's getting a little sloppy with his hand and he knows the guy that he's talking to is it's <laughs> just kind of Peaking. nodding along and just kind of looking whenever the cards are flashed and uh, this guy who is getting drunk is losing <laughs> uh, is losing money because the guy next to him is constantly taking it. <laughs> Several hours pass with people gambling. Kelly, you're finally starting to feel a little tingly in the fingers. Lovely. We're not ready to fight yet, Kelly. Oh. No, that's just
3: the booze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole time, I'm kind of watching out for the guards, too, mm-hmm. like, watching their positions. And stuff. Uh,
0: you notice, for the most part, they stay at the very edges of the room. Okay. Uh, they don't really seem to be in any way getting up in anybody's business or getting in anybody's way uh, you notice that you haven't seen the captain and you haven't seen Lord Dryland at all just to be on the safe side Mm -hmm. the first spell I have stored in my amulet
2: is tongues alright and I I just hold my hand to my chest and whisper the somatic component okay or the verbal
0: component I'm sorry and then go back to listening again alright After a couple hours, probably around midnight, you notice that Lord Dryland finally walks into the casino. And you notice that he's going from table to table. And there are, it seems he he says hello to the table, but he makes a point of speaking to specific people at the table. And there's nothing particularly interesting about any of these individuals, aside from the fact that you gather from the way he is speaking to them, that he must know them. And you notice that he hands them some chips. And pass him on the back, and you know. Is, Any, is, How many of these people are there? there? Seems to be
2: about five or six, to my perception. Is there anything fluttering nearby him? To your perception? Yeah, that was supposed to be, tagging along to the best
0: of their ability. And I don't. Can you see in. him when he's invisible? Yeah, it's your call. I mean, you, uh, you, you can. You could say he reveals himself. I mean, the fact me. that the the fact that you're a thought about him lets you know where he is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I mean, he's. He's kind of uh, hovering directly behind him, okay, just above his head, and he is currently thinking about what octopus must taste like. <laughs> a, oh, you'll find
2: out. He uh, salivates, mm-hmm. um, but he hasn't heard anything interesting or relevant come from Dryland yet. I mean, he hasn't shared anything with you. I say, Malthus, <laughs> has this Dryland character said anything of interest? Or anything related to these giants.
0: Giants? Mmm. No? He slept, he drank, and now he smells.
1: Mm. Mm. So before Dryland gets I to the I want its table, arm. Um I'm going to get up mm-hmm. and I assume there's also like a buffet out too. Mm-hmm. That buffet is staffed by halflings?
0: Uh, yes, at one end of the room near the statue of the golden goose, you do see a buffet and on top of the buffet you see a variety of food laid out. And there's
1: halflings there, specifically? Yes. Okay. Um I go and I kind of like make myself a plate or whatever.
0: Well, as you walk up, one of the halflings says, Ah, sir, what may I get you? Uh I order a couple things.
1: And also, it's my first time here. I was wondering if you could tell me a little more about this
0: establishment. Oh, well, uh, it's a boat. That's... Lord Dryland has owned it for many years. Just between you and me. I don't think he was making a lot of money before. But it sure has been nice in the last several months. What changed in the last several months? I think he's running for office. For Water Baron? Oh, yeah, he could be. The other one says, well, would you like some pork? The pork is quite good. The cow isn't bad. I would stay away from the lamb. Okay, sure. I'll have the pork. Wonderful. And he spills it the pork. Also, can you... Would you like some
1: potatoes? I love potatoes. Awesome. Would, how about some carrots? Carrots are also good. Corn? Sure. We load up a Onions? gigantic plate that's just I mean he's a halfling like, so he's yep. just gonna go right down the list yep <laughs> want some of this how about some of that I would you like a little bit of this one of everything and I also ask him can you tell me the name of the woman with don't forget the- your
0: Sunday. boil and oh, yeah. fry
1: them in a stew <laughs> can you also tell me the name of the woman who passes out the coins I failed to oh, catch it oh right that's Pao here. Ming Pao Ming has she worked here for very long
0: yeah she's been here a while Gives me the creeps.
1: I can understand that.
0: Passes you uh, a plate that is the food's almost falling off of. And then on top balances this glass-shaped I, as dish. As she goes to it's shaped like a goose, right? Huh? It's shaped like
1: a goose, right? What? The, the dish? bowl. No. Oh. oh. That's a brand failure right there. <laughs> as he goes to balance it, I use I cast mage an hand mm-hmm. and a whole
0: Sunday, and it just kind of floats next to me as I walk back to my table. Okay, you sit down at the table next to everyone else at the table who kind of ordered all these sorts of little things, and you sit down at this (laughs) plate. Food dribbles out onto the table a little bit.
1: Catch me in a few rounds, guys.
0: Got Uh, priorities. They all just kind of look at you like, have you ever eaten?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What you don't know is that gnomes eat our weight in food every day. (laughs)
2: It's just a lot like hummingbirds. <laughs> like the th- mischievous shrew.
1: <laughs> so with my mouth half full of potatoes, onions, carrots, corn, and pork, I kind of say, um, so which one of you has been here the most? Looking around at the people at my table.
0: You're sitting ar- around a bunch of first-timers except for uh, one person. You know that he is called Ozark. He says, I've been here a few times. Dryland's tables aren't loose, but they're not tight either. A solid review.
1: I will make sure to check their fantasy up later.
0: Three and a half stars. (laughs) All right. Lord Dryland has been making his way through the casino, and he's been kind of glad-handing a lot of the patrons, who are quite wealthy and are spending uh, lots and lots of money, which, of course, is making him happy. He finally stops at your table. And uh, he says hello to a couple of the people next to you. And then he makes his way over uh, to you, Aobard And he says, are we enjoying ourselves? I slowly put my cards
2: down uh-huh. and, and gather up my little <laughs> pile of wooden mm-hmm. coins. Mm-hmm. And I say, extremely well. But I lean in close to his ear and I say, "But I, between you and me, I cannot take my eye off this vision, this exotic woman that I see walking, walking up and down the rows. Never have I seen someone so
0: interesting. Oh, well, yes. Pao Ming is quite beautiful. I was wondering if you'd be willing to come up to my cabin. Perhaps you misunderstood <laughs>
2: my inclination. <laughs> and I rattled the big bag of wood coins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he
0: says, I oftentimes like to invite my more distinguished guests. Oh, to have my a small private wine collection. I was wondering if you and, and possibly your companions would care to join me.
2: I look over at, uh, across the room, I guess, uh, at Gallic yeah. He, yeah,
0: he's got a punch bowl over his face. Say, <laughs> he looks like he is, it's not the first time he's done it tonight.
2: <laughs> I say, well, you're in luck. We have quite a connoisseur. <laughs> and I bow down and I wave my arms at the others.
0: Okay. So you see, uh, Aspen, you see Eobard having a conversation with Lord Dryland, and he looks to be waving you over. Kallik, you you see Eobard gesticulating with Lord Dryland. I put the uh, bowl of punch down. I go, what? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Shh! (laughs) He doesn't
2: know how loud he is when he's drunk.
0: (laughs) It's uh, probably pretty loud in here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's loud, but that carries. When Lord
2: Dryland's looking away, I, oh. I look over at Kalik and I make the gesture of, like, drinky-drinky. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, come on. Come
0: on. Oh! oh! <laughs> okay.
1: I see that people are converging, and so I will also converge. Because, okay. frankly, I'm quite bored.
0: Lord Dryland says, wonderful, wonderful, come, follow me. He leads you through the rest of the casino towards uh, the back and towards the door. And uh, he opens up the door, and there is uh, a staircase that leads up to the second floor of this flat-bottomed boat. And he walks you down uh, a hallway until you get to a door at the end (coughs) of the hallway. And uh, the door is rhombus without any hard corners. It's kind of of rounded corners on it. Wood. And in a gold plate, stamped in a gold plate, on the door is the word boss, because that's classy. (laughs) And he opens it up and ushers you into a room. Uh, It's a room that looks familiar to you, Aobar. Uh, You have seen this room. (laughs) For the rest of you who haven't, I'll remind you uh, what it looks like. Lord Dryland's cabin is a testament to bad taste, with its purple velvet curtains and scented candles and gaudy candelabras. In the middle of the room is a table with a large aquarium tank resting on top of it. The aquarium contains a coral reef that serves as home for Lord Dryland's pet octopus, which is currently on his shoulder. Beneath the aquarium, built into the table, is a shelf on which rests a wooden chest. Other furnishings in the room include a silk hammock, a writing desk covered with quills and loose sheets of blank parchment, and a table holding a silver wine decanter and matching goblets, along with an iron stove in the corner. And uh, as he opens the door, he says, Please, please, come in, come in, make yourself at home, and motions towards the table. Uh, he makes his way over towards the table and uh, he arranges the goblets in front of you and he picks up uh, the uh, silver decanter and he pours wine into your glasses. Kalik, you are unimpressed by the portion which he has given you. Always too little. Yeah. And uh, he sits down and he says, I have a confession. He says, I must admit that all three of you, and especially you, kind sir, seem so familiar to me. In fact, and I know that this might sound bizarre, but I actually had a dream about you last
2: night. It's not a surprise. We are renowned gamblers. (laughs) I warned you as we came aboard your boat that you stand to lose a lot of money during our visit.
0: Well, I, for one, certainly appreciate individuals who know how to spend money. Currently, we are having some difficulty in Yartar. Unfortunately, uh, we don't have someone in charge of the city who has the same sentiment or vision as myself, nor the same generosity as the three of you. It is a source of great consternation. Not that I want to bore you with local politics. I'm sure that... Constipation? Constipation? Yes. Yes. Is that what he said? Oh, okay. I think figured it So, why the Golden Goose? We're such a small and little-known casino.
1: Well, I wanted to check out all the famous Yarder sauce of Yarder. We've come
0: for your famous sauce.
1: (laughs) And then my friend here reminded us that there was a a (laughs) well-known casino.
2: (laughs) Is this not... (laughs) Is this not the most well-known casino in all of Yarder?
0: Well, well yes, we are definitely the most well-known casino in all of Yarter. He says, uh, so where are you from? I'm just staring at the octopus Kay. the whole time. The octopus slowly climbs down his arm, off the table, across the floor, up to the other table, and into the aquarium. Did it seem
2: uncomfortably dry? <laughs> Don't those things need to stay submerged for mm, decent for periods
0: of time. time? They they can be out of water for about thirty minutes. Oh, okay. How, about how long has he been out of water? Uh you guess that it's probably been around 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. The water
3: in his tank disappears. Uh-oh. Oh no. How <laughs> um, it just unmakes? Can you do I do you create and destroy water. Huh? Sure. <laughs> Does it just
1: turn into humid air?
3: How many gallons is the tank? Just just. Oh uh, god! It's an octopus. It's yeah. probably like. Be it. Is it a thirty gallon? No. Yeah, I
0: probably have to be around thirty gallons.
3: No
1: way! Okay,
0: right. No 30 way! A thirty-gallon tank is only like
1: this Yeah, big. yeah, yeah! Like well,
0: it's, those those it's tanks. It's gotta be like a it's a, a tank that would a
1: 60
3: be sixty or an eighty. <laughs> you just move it, it right around us. on your parade, my dude! But no, you just made a better parade. I'm just, just hold on. I'm passionate <laughs> about fish. You're an octopi in to
0: occupy particular, um, even if they're evil. Well, it's a small cabin, and uh, based on what I see here on Google. Uh, a 30-gallon tank is more than enough room for an octopus to take a nap in. Okay. Especially since it's one that just sits on the shoulder. It's only about this So it's area. more of like a... It's less of a, an yeah. environment,
2: more of just like a little
3: bowl. It's, it's, a, it's a waiting pool. It's so a rehydration pool. So instead of the water disappearing... Okay. Suddenly the water overflows. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. As 10 gallons of fresh water <laughs> was dispersed <laughs> into the...
0: Octopus's tank. It's like I don't like a solid <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it climbs in there, and you know he kind of lets his arm down like this, and, and he says, "So where are you? Oh my!" He says, "Oh oh oh no!" And he kind of gets up, and he's kind of like looking around for stuff, and he he's trying to grab his hammock down off the hook and try and maybe <laughs> use that to sop up some of the water. Water splashing on the floor. Uh, You see the octopus um, turning a bizarre shade of purple. It is chaos ensuing in the cabin. (laughs) When I do detect magic, Hmm? does it make anyone but
2: me able to see the... If it's just you doing it, then only you are the one who is aware. While he's distracted, I pull my wand out and just do kind of a wave over the room just to see if anything pops out. Okay. Because of this unbelievably fortunate (laughs) distraction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder gotcha. if this octopus had
2: a big dinner. Someone must have overfilled this tank. I do that in the tub sometimes. So I <laughs> think, oh, it looks so inviting! and I forget about it. I displace water. <laughs> That's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, Maybe it's you that him. sees a faint, faint aura around mm-hmm. any visible object or creature. So just while he's cleaning up, I, I'm kind of going, Oh no, no,
2: oh no, oh no, no, no.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do not see anything that has a faint aura. Okay, just check it. Yeah. Finally, he gets the hammock down the silk hammock down and he's like trying to sop up some of the water with the silk. Oh, and um no. he, he, you see he reaches over near where the hammock was and he's pulling on a rope and you can hear in the distance a bell ringing and you see the octopus is kind of slunk over to the desk and you see it's taking turns with its tentacles and resting it in a, in a water glass <laughs> <laughs> it looks seriously <laughs> dejected and he says Oh, he says, I am terribly sorry. I'm terribly it's sorry for that. He
1: That's
2: <laughs> good
0: for the indigestion. Yeah. Yeah. with it.
2: <laughs> the octopus was smart enough to... T- 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's table
0: salt, and I'm not a big fan of iodine, but it'll work.
2: Keep you from getting uh, octopus gout. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. He says, I was wondering if I could ask you a question. Are any of you investors?
2: And I pull out that whole bag, kay. and I
0: say... We are inherently investors. This is well. I am running for Water Baron in Yartar, and there is a great number of individuals in Yartar who feel that the city is being mismanaged. And I am looking for individuals who believe, like me, that people who work the hardest and who make the most should be receiving the most. Insight
2: roll. Roll it. Oh, someone else roll insight. I I suggest an insight roll <laughs> because I suck at it. Uh, see, just Twenty-four. Just some, oh, mine was horrible. Twenty-four 17. from Aspen. Seventeen. Yeah, my insight's a plus
3: ten.
2: So while he's while he's Your doing insights like,
0: plus ten,
3: <laughs> holy
0: Moses. Mine's A. So
3: Jesus.
2: <laughs> while <laughs> he's <laughs> giving this off, I definitely turn my eyes towards Aspen and look for some sort of indication
1: this guy... Watching the gnome
3: face as it cycles yeah. through various emotions. Does, does Aspen look like he smelled
0: it? He is <laughs> telling the truth. He is definitely interested in becoming Waterbird. And he He's, definitely, he definitely
2: believes it. that the people who work the hardest are the ones who deserve... And who make the most. Yeah, who work the hardest to make the most deserve to have the most. Yeah. Seems a foreign concept to me, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, work alone. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, work to earn something? I mean, the way you have the boast is you are born, you were born into the position You're that you it. are rightfully doing.
0: Right. Um, he says, "I am currently working with a variety of people to help in that endeavor, but I am always looking for individuals who are interested in making an investment in Yartar."
1: Well, who are you? Who are you endorsed by?
0: He says, "Oh, a variety of local genteel." and uh, other individuals. But I want to see Yartar grow beyond just a little regional river town. And I think that with your help, your investment in my campaign, that that could happen. Now, I have already made some contacts in other parts of the Sword Coast, and they are uh, of immense help. But you must admit that a good cause such as this where individuals who have worked hard to establish themselves in society don't have to put up with the less fortunate. We deserve a town like that, where you can walk down the street feeling that you won't be molested by the degenerates and the homeless. That's the kind of city that I want to bring. That's the kind of reality that I want to have in Yarkon. There are homeless and degenerates that molest? Oh, yes, I'm afraid so
2: in the streets.
1: I don't know that you've ever even seen a degenerate or a homeless
2: Anabard. Oh, most that I see seem to be degenerates
0: and living in smaller homes. And as I said, i basically with you. I be like under... being homeless. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, I have connections uh, in a variety of other ways that are assisting me. But what my campaign needs is an infusion of cash. And I guarantee you that I will represent all people of exceptional caliber, such as yourselves. When he finishes for a moment, yeah. I reach into the,
2: the bag of holding and pull out another one of those sapphires. Okay. I, I know, I already spit mine. I'm just saying. And I set it on the table. Yeah, make sure to whisper loud, more loudly for the mic. Uh, sorry, Mike. Try to make my, my teammates.
3: <laughs>
2: we don't care. Okay, good. <laughs> I pull out one of those uh, sapphires Mm -hmm. and sit it on the table, and then I say, you have our attention, but first, you must tell us more about who else you're working with, because that is how we'll judge you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He says, well, there are a variety of organizations, let us say, across Sword Coast, that are interested in a strong and healthy Yartar. Is
2: that all he says? I pull the sapphire three inches closer to me on the table. And I say, could you be more specific?
0: Well, there are some organizations that would... Mm. It looked like he he was in pain for a second and he stops and he he says, there are some organizations that would prefer to remain silent partners in this campaign. Mm. Okay.
1: where's the octopus now?
0: Sitting on the desk trying to drown itself <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a glass of salt water when he was twitching <laughs> yeah did
2: we notice anything
1: Yeah can I insight we that have twitch a, we have
2: suspicions about this octopus
3: okay I
1: have just suspicions about everything mm-hmm. wow.
3: I've been staring at the octopus the
0: whole time The octopus looks, admiring your handiwork the octopus just looks so unconcerned about him about all of you. It's really just pissed off that its home is now less salty, that it overflowed, <laughs> and that he's stuck here, drowning his arms in gargling water. <laughs> uh, Kyle, you do not detect that this octopus is anything other than an octopus. I wish I could talk to Octopus. <laughs> octopus. <laughs> Do you know? I a... cast
3: octopus. Toctopus. <laughs> Toctopus. <laughs> First level. I
2: can't believe you took that. <laughs> I never thought anyone would take <laughs> this. No one ever takes I knew Toctopus. I could
3: use this once. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: I mean, a wizard's like version of aid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aid. <laughs>
2: Worth a spell. I mean, the only
0: time I use Toctopus is when i th- it's time to feed my cat. <laughs> I didn't know you could interpret it that way. <laughs> we should <make> the spell. <laughs> that
3: would be a good write-up on the blog. There you on go. The Patreon only spell Toctopus. Yeah. yeah, I'm going
0: to have to now. We've mentioned it. We've talked about it. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today with your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Tevye Schmidt, Chris Gergich, and Josh Heddle, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, but they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week... Be the Hero.